0: Hi, I'm Jenny. And I'm Christina. We're two sisters who started our own separate businesses, and we have now come together to share all things business growth and personal growth. Every week, we will share practical business tips that we have learned along the way. We're also ready to dive deep and help you feel less alone as we chat all about navigating running a business while also running a household. So grab a drink and join our sisterhood as we discuss all things womanhood, motherhood, and small business. Okay, well, welcome to Small Business Sisters. I'm Christina and I'm Jenny. And we are two sisters that both started businesses. So we're going to start this first podcast. Is going to be all about who we are and kind of where we've come from because I think that that plays a lot into what we've discovered about business along the way, and of course, life that we're going to talk about as well. So we'll start with Jenny, and Jenny is the oldest of the three girls, and she started um, a business. And I'll let her talk about that first. So I started Illuminate Space. Um four years ago, actually a year after you started Beautiful Chaos Shop, right, Christina? Yeah, I um, yes. So I kind of I followed in your footsteps, but it all stemmed from I've just always loved to decorate and create experiences through decorating and multi-sensory um like smell and touch and sight and I just love to create experiences. And so my husband and I got married really young. I mean, I was I was 20, so and we had babies really young. So we just didn't have a lot of money in our early marriage days, but I love to decorate. So I decided just to create my own decor. Um, and this is, I love to point out that this was like pre-Pinterest, cause this was like 2004 and Pinterest didn't come on the scene till like 2010, right? Yeah, it was right after we got married, which was 2011, because I was like, oh, this would have been so beneficial. I I know. So I would just like come up with ideas to make decor from things I had around the house. My favorite thing to do was like take jars and clean them out like from the recycling bin and then um, Mod Pad like labels and stuff on it and make them into vases. So I started doing this with all kinds of seasonal decor. And one time my friend was over and she saw this like Christmas vignette I set up and she was like, will you make that for me? I will pay you. And I I can remember just sitting with that for the next few days. Like, what if this becomes something I do for people as a job? And so I started making decor. And so that's how Illuminate Space was born. And it was just kind of magical that that's what I named it because a year later I was like, I feel like I could make candles and candles would look good with this little decor vignette and candles just kind of exploded. And that's mostly what Illuminates face is now. I still love to do the decor, but it's definitely the candles. Um, And, and wrapped into like, I really value eco-friendly and, healthy, good for you and the planet ingredients. And so that's how I got into soy candles that are infused with non-toxic fragrance with essential oils. So that just like, I just, it just spiraled. And that's how I'm excited to share on the podcast, just how Illuminate Space, it's really just grown and evolved. And I've had to pivot in different ways and your business just can always change and evolve with you. And that's what it has done. Yes, if you haven't had Jenny's candles, they are unbiasedly the best candles I mean totally unbiased but yeah <laughs> so so that so illuminate space is my pillar business, so why don't you tell us about your first business? Yes, my first business was beautiful cash shop, it still is it's my baby, and it kind of that's what all of my other businesses have stemmed from um I Believe it or not, did not so until five. Well, almost six years ago. Actually, it was six years ago because I had just had my last baby, and you know we've all had, those of us that are moms have had babies or young people, and you kind of lose who you are in those young stages. And I just really needed something that I could. Go be by myself. I have three boys, so I needed estrogen time. Um, go be by myself, but also at that time, and I mean, still now, let's be real, but at that time, wasn't checking anything off the list. There was nothing I could say, oh, done, and it would be done. You know, laundry was always going, dishes, cleaning, whatever it was. Um, and so, I was like, "I'm going to sew because it'll just be mindless, and I'm just going to learn this." And so my mother-in-law, who's really crafty, um, taught me how to sew. And I just fell in love with it. It was. It was just mindless. I could find uh, Pinterest was popular at this time, so I could find projects to do. Um, I enjoyed making it. And I'm not entirely sure. How I started making headbands, probably just for myself and working out or whatever. But like you, friends started being like, Hey, will you make this for me? Will you make this for me? And that's kind of when I was like, oh, I should probably be charging because also at that time, and again, still to this day, time is so valuable. And so when I was spending hours working on these projects, it was, it was like, okay, I need to. My time is valuable and I need to charge for this. And so we'll be talking a lot about that too on the podcast of figuring out like how we charged and all of that. But that's when it grew into Beautiful Chaos Shop. And I came up with that name because I... It was really popular at the time to use your kids' names as your shop names, but I just didn't want to do that. I, I, I just wanted it to be... Again, it was my thing I did outside of my kids. So I was like, okay, I'm going to use a phrase that gets told to me all the time. And everyone who passed me in the store, again, young three boys, I had three under three. So it was chaotic, still is. And everyone would say, <laughs> wow, like th- that's a lot of chaos happening. And it is and was. And so I would always say, yes, but it's my beautiful chaos. And so that is how I came up with, came up with chaos. Um, and it's just obviously evolved from there. Like yours did. I... Had 3 boys who I wanted to match and started making Mommy and Me pocket tees. And that evolved into... Those are still around, but really into pocket tees just for those of us in our 30s that want to be comfortable but stylish. And that's how Beautiful Chaos grew. I think we should probably interject for those that don't know us, and we both have three boys, so that is gonna you're gonna find lots of parallels through both of our businesses, in coming from a family of all girls to both raising all boys now. uh, There's definitely some adventure in that. So, yes, stay tuned because we are we are gonna do podcast episodes about all of these things and how they are incorporated into our business, Um, and just like what's going on in life, which we'll talk about in a bit. But so Jen has Illuminate Space. And then hers um, last year kind of grew into something new. So Jen, you want to share with us what that was? Yes. So um, Illuminate Space, again, is um, actually, I don't know if it's four or five years old. I always get confused with that number for some reason. But last year, COVID happened. And um, I had to pivot with my business a little bit. And we were presented with this opportunity called the Batavia Boardwalk Shops, which Batavia is um, a small a shop, small town near where we live. And they got an economic grant to start these business incubators, which is sent Essentially, were these small business um, spaces that were seasonal. So it, you rented it from June through December. You were open on the weekends. You all did it together. So it was like these eight businesses marketing for each other, um, in in a small space, small rent. Just a, it was a great way to try out. Like, do you want to have a brick and mortar? So as originally, I said no. I th- I was like, I can't do this. I. Like we said, we I have three boys, they're in sports, I, weekends, I, I just can't do it. But then, um, again, it kind of just spiraled in my head. And I reached out to my friend and fellow maker, Susie, who owns Real Happy Space, um, kind of a parallel business to me, does home decor, had been doing it for several years. And we were like, what if we did this together? What if we combined our businesses into a storefront? Um, And did it together and shared the rent, shared the hours, shared everything that goes into having a small business. So we kept our separate small businesses, but then became a partnership called Light and Pine Collective. So I'm light the candles and she's Pine, which is she does Makes like complete handcrafted sense. wood. I know it's funny though, that sometimes people don't know that until we tell them. So, and then they're like, Oh yeah. So Light and Pine Collective became a Batavia boardwalk shop. And I mean, I remember that first day we were open. We both kind of thought like it was going to be like doing a craft show or something and and like our people would come. But it just it was amazing how the community and surrounding communities supported us. And Light and Pine Collective is like its own entity now and it has its own followers. Um, and that's just been really fun to do together. So Light and Pine Collective is the brick and mortar store for Illuminate Space. Awesome. And then, so, I mean, again, we kind of flip-flopped how we're talking about this because I followed in your <laughs> footsteps. And so tell us about the Wildflower Republic. Yeah. So a couple of years ago um, in 2019, around that time, there I live in a neighborhood where there actually are multiple Etsy sellers. And we kind of figured that out pretty quickly. We We started meeting Every, I don't know, five or six weeks, there was a group of six or seven of us that would just meet for coffee and talk about what was working, what wasn't working, what what we were doing to promote ourselves, whatever it was. And we just started joining forces really for these shop small events in our homes. And so what we would do is every three or four months, we'd all set set up shop in my house and we'd have people walk through and and get to see us and we were getting feedback that people loved shopping small but they wanted to see it and touch it and feel it and smell it and try it on and that makes complete sense and so these shop small events were doing really well for us and so three of us in the mix of etsy shops decided maybe we do maybe we do this maybe we do this Full time, maybe we find a brick and mortar. And so we just kind of started dreaming at the beginning of 2019. And a brick and mortar loc- local to us just kind of fell in our laps. There was a boutique moving out, getting a bigger space. And she reached out to us and said, I don't know if y'all would ever want to open a shop, but my space is going to be open if y'all want it. And we all were like, Is this a sign? And after several months of meeting with our husbands and figuring out how this would even work we decided to join forces and that's why we named it the wildflower republic i wish i still had the text thread of us figuring out a name because that was an event in and of itself but um the wildflower i would agree Re- with that that's funny to create a name <laughs> yes i wish i still had the text thread because to see all the names we were deciding between would be fun um and we would be like ew no i don't like that <laughs> yeah um, but when one of us said the wildflower joining like we were like how can we say all of these different things joining forces and we use the word collective and all of this these things and one of us and i don't remember who said the wildflower republic now we live in texas um we being christina on here and then the girls (laughs) that i opened with um and so republic just sounded like Texan like just like a force you know and then um the wildflower Texas has a ton of wildflowers that's kind of what we're known for and so we loved the symbolism of all these different pieces making the a beautiful bouquet right like that's the thing about wildflowers is they're actually really cheap flowers and like not the best that you've ever seen. But when they are joined together, they make this beautiful bouquet. And so we just thought the Wildflower Republic would symbolize that. And so we opened a brick and mortar called the Wildflower Republic. And our main thing, obviously, we all are makers inside and that's what we sell. Um, But our main thing we do are workshops because we, the three of us all don't have family close by and We wanted a place where women or men in the area who want to meet other people could do that in our shop. So when we do workshops, they're 3 hours long and you end up leaving with 8 or 10 friends um, that you've you've met over the course of the workshop. And so we really wanted it to be a place of community. So that was really special um, to be able to do that. And that's how of course we opened what four months before COVID, five months <laughs> before COVID. So it's been an interesting year to say the least. But I will say, like, and we'll talk about that in the podcast later on, the things we've learned. We kind of were thrown in at a time where you had to learn and pivot and grow and all of those things. So um yeah, that's the wildflower republic. And then that branched in like a sub category for me is one of the makers in the Wildflower. She's a local earring shop. She and I joined forces and did a subscription box for a pocket tee and matching earrings. We had watched people come through the store and make their own sets like that. And we were like, why don't we do this for people and send it straight to their door? And so that's called Just Add Jeans. And so jenny mine pivoted into that and then jenny's pivoted one more time so jen you want to talk about the last time yours has pivoted yes so like i said light and pine collective started as one of the batavia boardwalk shops which was seasonal so we knew in december this was gonna our space was gonna come to an end um and again the whole process was business incubator process was really awesome. And the Batavia Main Street team took us all around and showed us spaces coming up for lease. Um, We just kind of became like a family. So four of us shops, uh, Light and Pain Collective, the Unboring Granola, Desmond Brown, and the other half actually went in on a whole building together. And separated it up into four shops so that's when the Wilson Street mercantile was born and uh, we like to describe it like Wilson Street mercantile is the roof over our four separate shops so we're still all four separate shops but under one roof and uh, that's just been really really great it remind I was thinking about this the other night it reminds me of like I don't, are shopping malls still a big thing in Texas? I feel like no. malls are, yeah, I feel like which it has its place, but it's wonderful in the new like shop, small shop, local movement, shop, handmade movement that I feel like they're not as po- as popular, but this Wilson Street Mercantile reminds me of like a mall where you're going <laughs> to one place for lots of stores, but it's all like handmade stores. Yeah. So, We're trying to make it like a destination experience. You come, you can get gifts, you can get some food, you can uh, get things for your house. And then we're working on like different spaces. Obviously, with COVID, it's a little bit harder, but we have like a little party hangout room. We're working on some outdoor patio space. So it's just a place to, yes, come and support the shop small local movement, but also visit lots of shops all at once. So that's the Wilson Street mercantile. And then you have another <laughs> business that you just I feel like yes. I, I don't know that I'm gonna follow in your footsteps for this next one <laughs> because you're definitely more uh built for this. But so tell us about Christina Hobbs Co. Yes. So obviously wildflower and just Add jeans are a branch of beautiful chaos. That the main my main shop is Beautiful Chaos and then it supplies things into Wildflower and just add jeans boxes. Really? Christina Hobbs Co. I'm kind of going out on a limb here. And for the past several years, I've just fallen in love. Obviously, I run business pages for Facebook and Instagram for social media. It's the best way, in my opinion, to promote your shop and who you are and get people to Agreed. fall in love with your stuff. And so I... I have loved the challenge of connecting to a person behind the screen. Now, Jenny knows this. most. Maybe some of you listening know and maybe can tell that I'm very outgoing. I will claw my way into your life, which is a pro and a con. <laughs> just talk to my husband. Um, but it, so to me, it's just been a fun challenge of how can I get you to fall in love with Beautiful Chaos Shop? And not just my products, but the person behind those. And so um, I... I have loved the challenge of social media and so people started coming to me saying, will you teach me how to run mine? Will you run mine? Will you give us tips and tricks and so kind of like how beautiful chaos started. I absolutely want to give those tips and tricks and and give prompts and help you identify your personal personality for your brand. But it's going to take time and energy from me. And so I have been writing a course that I can record one time and then people can go in and watch it. And so I have been taking a course <laughs> to write a course. I know that sounds so weird. Um, but for the last 3 months, I've been working really, really hard on it. And so it actually launches next week. I don't know when you'll be listening to this, but we're recording it May the 4th. P.S. May the 4th be with you. <laughs> um, and so next week on May 11th, it'll be launching and it will be available forever after that. And so that's just a sub. People are like, oh my goodness, you're so busy. And yes. And I sometimes don't like that. But um, this is just working up until I record it. And then it's kind of just free for all in the background. So that's actually really helpful. So I, I love that. And that's so valuable because it, authenticity is so important. And people, while they might love your shirts or my candles like they buy it because they buy into who we are and because there are a million candle makers and mm-hmm. I just have to say I love candle makers I hate when people put like a, a com- competition between each maker because we all bring our own like magical spin to it and mm-hmm. I just I love that you're teaching people social media because we don't have to like be a highlight reel. We can be authentic and share ourselves and people buy into the humanity of that and therefore our products. So yes. good job. I'm proud of you. Thank you. I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited and nervous all at the same time. It's but so a that, that probably sounded like a lot to you guys. And we just want to emphasize that's why we're doing this podcast because we have had to pivot and learn more and work with, with people, work with our business partners. And we've learned... So much along the way. Like we said, we're like five or six years in between the two of us, and we're from very different locations in the United States. We have different strengths, different weaknesses. Even as sisters, we're so different. Mm -hmm. And so we were listening to podcasts. We have some of our favorite small business podcasts that we listen to. We listen to very similar ones, but we were talking to each other and we're like, there's a hole in the market here because everyone talking about small business, at least the ones we listen to, have. Done it for 10 plus years, are now making millions. And a lot of their advice is hire out, hire this out, hire this out. And we would talk to each other, we'd be like, we can't hire out. We don't have the money to hire out. And so we wanted to share how we've done it and things we've learned to simplify, um, to to we we, we have to do it all as small business owners. We have the Marketing, we have the taking pictures, we have the writing the copy for your website. we have doing the craft shows, making for your brick and mortar, working with a business partner, doing the social media, all doing the launches, buying all the inventory I mean there when you're a small business owner, you are literally doing it all, and so while hiring out is a great option when you can uh we yes. we wrote down steps. That we want to share with you guys as somebody in the middle ground, right? Like we, we're five years in, so our businesses are pretty consistent and it's become a full time job for both of us. But we've also learned things that will help you when you're not in the million dollar category where it just seems easy to hire things out. And we, I think we both really value sharing it in real time with each other in a conversational way. Um, just to sh- like each episode, we're going to try to have a topic that we talk about both of our perspectives on. Um, again, because we're a little bit different ages. Like I'm upper, 30, upper 30s, upper thirties, you're lower thirties, or different spots of the country. We have different aged kids. We both have boys, but my boys are like teenagers and. Christina's are men are elementary. Member. So um we're just we're excited to share all this with you in real time. Asking advice from each other and coming from a place of we don't have everything figured out and we're figuring it out as we go. And that's valid just, and good. I just heard a quote that said, transparency is sharing what you've been through very honestly and openly, but vulnerability is sharing about what's happening in real time. And I thought that was interesting on the difference. And so I know Jenny and I both... um, part Part of our growth in our 20s and 30s has been being vulnerable. And we try to do it in real time with the people around us because we know that there's value in not feeling alone. And so we wanted to do that on this podcast... To show you're not alone in life in general, Um, we're going to be talking about some heavy stuff that both of us deal with mentally and physically. But also, you're not alone in your business. But small business owning can be one of the loneliest spots, mainly because of what I just said of all of the baskets that you have to, to hold and maintain. And those can feel like they're falling apart all the time on top of the motherhood basket and the wife basket. And the the motherhood one is a huge one. And we're going to be talking a lot about that just because Jenny and I have both felt the guilt of running a business while raising our kids. And so just know that you're in a space where some days we might hop on our podcast and be in tears (laughs) because we, we call each other about this stuff all the time. And we started being like, we need to do a podcast because in real time, when we'd call each other, we were like, this could help somebody else with what mm-hmm. what we're going through. So that is what a do- little bit about what to expect from our podcast going forward. Each episode will have a different uh, topic and it'll be known on the, on the podcast title, what the topic is about, but it might be something personal we're going through. It might be something business. It's just going to kind of be a free-for-all as far as what's happening in real time with our businesses then. But we thought it would be really important to show, share with you where we live now, where we grew up, um, and how we started making so that you can kind of see... We know there's value in different perspectives. And while we are very similar in uh, how we grew up, it has brought us to different places in our 30s. And so we wanted to share that and then give you a sample of what to expect from our podcast. So Jen, you want to start with where we grew up, and yes, I'll, I'll go into so, where we both live now. Ah, uh, so we both grew up in the Midwest in a small town called Elburn, Illinois. Um, we grew Shout up a out city. Elburn. Shout out to Elburn Keenland Knights. Well, I'm the only one that graduated from Keenland. Christine and Ellie did not. So again, we're three sisters. Uh, I'm a little bit older than Christine and Ellie. So there's four years between. Christina and I, and then Ellie and Christina are only 18 months apart, but, um, and we were close growing up, but I feel like we really became like best friends as adults. Wouldn't you say that? Like all three of us. Yeah. And, and we're all in, um, while Christina and I have similarities in our seasons of life, we're all still very different, uh, from each other. So it will be interesting to share those perspectives. And now I, so I, went to college in Texas when I was a senior in high school. After graduation, our whole family moved to San Antonio um, and I stayed there for college. And then I moved back up north to the Tri-City area. So like Aurora, Batavia, North Aurora area, for those of you that live up here. Um, And I've been living here with my family for 13 years now. And yeah. And I obviously I, grew up in Elburn as well, but in high school was moved to San Antonio. And so I feel like my high school in San Antonio, a very diverse, um, huge city really played into who I am now. And um, my husband and I met at Texas A&M, whoop, and now live in right outside of Austin. And so I do think that that's important for y'all to know just because of topics we're going to be talking about. Um, Illinois is very different from Texas. And it, running businesses in both are completely different, especially with the 2020 that we had. And um, we'll be talking a lot about that too. And just how our states kind of played into the how we had to navigate through COVID and um, all of that. And so we'll just talk quick about how we started making and then... Um, give you a little preview of what you might see in podcast episodes to come. So Jen, how did you start making? Well I kind of shared that in the beginning, really, (laughs) because I just I wanted to make my own decor. And I love being creative. And that just kind of came out of that. Yeah. And bear with us because this is the first time we're ever recording a (laughs) podcast. So just know that we're going to be transparent with that too. It might not be the perfect outline this time. So yeah, we did already talk about how we started making. And so hopefully if you're not a maker, this might stir in some creativity. We are both very big on um, creativity being really important in anybody's life, no matter what it looks like. And some things that you might hear us talk about in the podcast is going to be practical business advice about down to the websites that we use and what we've learned from all of those. Our yeah, brick- because we're different. Like You use um, Etsy and Shopify, right? Mm-hmm. And I use Etsy and Shopify um- and our brick and mortar is square. So we have a lot of experience. Yeah. So, so we can, can share we like- our... Yes, and I have WooCommerce, WordPress, so there's <laughs> its own challenges there. We've we've learned a lot about doing a sole proprietorship versus LLC mm-hmm. versus mm-hmm. because I would, did you start a sole proprietor and then LLC? That's I, I, yeah, And we'll talk more about that, but I'm actually a sole proprietor to this day and Wildflower is the LLC. And I can Got tell that you that. why our tax people like told us to do that. We, Jenny and I went to a conference together three <laughs> years ago and went to the tax breakout because we did not know anything about taxes. And I wish we had a recording of our faces in because the tax we breakout. Had no because no idea. <laughs> and usually, and Jenny's more numbers-based than I am. She's definitely more organized on that front. But usually if you're a creative it means you don't necessarily like the book part of it, right? Like we work with a hundred side of our brain. And so that we have learned so much from between our two tax people of, of that. So we can give you and what we've learned. Yes. And I will say um, for any makers of products like going on your body or candles that could burn down a house, like I can share my experience why an LLC is better than a soul prop because you don't want to be sued personally. And so that that's why, where we differ in that too and why one was beneficial to one of us and not the other. So we'll talk okay. about that. You'll hear a whole episode about that. We are going to bring on our co-owners. So of our brick and mortars and then possibly Carrie from Just That Jeans. <laughs> she doesn't know that. So, um, but the co-owners will come on. We're going to talk about boundaries we've learned to create with customers. Uh, Mm -hmm. We'll share some tips on marketing. You might even get a little bit of my social media tips on here. Running our finances. Again, that's going to be part of our taxes. And then we're going to talk about personal things that have impacted our businesses like motherhood, like we talked about before. And uh, not balancing because I don't think we've ever learned that. But doing both and being able to accept things that you're not going to be able to do for either side of, of... motherhood or your business and I think that we both have um just like mental health awareness and we both have some specific diagnoses that we've learned how to incorporate into our everyday life and business whereas I'm diagnosed with anxiety and you are diagnosed with oh sorry I wasn't paying attention (laughs) I've been it's diagnosed. Perfect. With, I have a yeah. I that have ADD. AD, <laughs> so well, right? <laughs> well, I have ADD, which has played a huge role in my business, and then I struggle with an eating disorder that we'll talk about that comes and goes depending on the stress around me. And so we, and I feel like we should clarify that neither there is not a cure for any of those things, and we've learned how to healthily treat that and live with it and hold it in a place where we're in control of it and not vice versa. I think there's a lot of miscommunication around mental health that you're not necessarily going to be cured from it, but you can learn to live and manage it. Yes. So stay tuned to our podcast episodes because you'll get to hear more about what those are. But we basically wanted a podcast where we could come alongside all of you that are small business owners and make you not feel alone. That is our goal in business. That's our goal in life. It has been such a valuable thing having sisters because sisterhood really does carry you through your life, not being alone. And so we wanted to bring that into a small business space and make you feel like you have small business sisters. And so we're excited to come together for each episode. And we hope you stay along for for listening and and... Follow us on social media, ask us questions, and we'll bring them on. We do look forward to having other small business owners on, not just our co-owners, where we can hear their stories and what they've learned. So we're super excited and we will see you next time. Bye, everybody. Bye.